Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bigfoot Club. Robert Jesse Dominguez, Ash Tucker, Stephen Robert Dominguez. Believe in us, believe in Bigfoot Club, because we are too Hi, this is Tim Clay. You may remember me from previous episodes titled Tim Clay, and you are listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 2, Episode 31. If you're listening to us on all the platforms, whether it be iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Alexa, YouTube, and I think we're on um, line notes now, too. So if you're listening to us on any of these platforms, please give us a subscription. Please give us a like. Please give us a comment and follow us on, on these platforms, and we would greatly appreciate it. We're also on Facebook. So if you type in Bigfoot Club and the number one, uh, that's our page. Um, please follow us and like us. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter handle is Bigfoot Club One, the number one, and follow us on that. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, wanted to say that if you have any strange stories, whether it's like Bigfoot or paranormal, if you just want to talk about your strange stories, uh, we'll we'll cover it all. Please give us an email and reach out to us at Bigfoot Club, the number one. So it's Bigfoot Club, the number one at gmail.com. I also wanted to talk about um, Matt Knapp's got a, a good uh, shows on YouTube, uh, Bigfoot Crossroads and uh, Cryptid Tales on YouTube. So check him out. Those are really good shows. I don't miss out like a episode of that. So I also wanted to talk about Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. Uh, that's a show, a podcast show um, done by John and Cecilia Clark. Um, they're really good friends of mine and they're on all the platforms as well. I would check them out because it's a really good show. Um, they got really good guests on there, and I don't miss an episode of that one. So, With me today is <laughs> Ash and Steven. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How you guys doing, man? I'm fantastic. How are you? Fantabulous. Steven, how are you? I'm doing fantabulous as well. How are the boys? Boys are doing good. Uh, they're little runs. They're not listening in some days, but yeah, no we have way. our good days when everybody is. No way. Not Why not- would you lie about those sweet babies like that? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. I still gotta. I still gotta. Uh-huh. I still have to look through the sink, see what they threw down the sink. I still gotta check the the pee trap on that one. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm assuming it's going to be Play-Doh. Listen, they told me it was nothing, and I believe them. <laughs> it's probably, is it still clogged? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's if uh, I run it if I run it for like four seconds, it gets it gets like the water builds up. You know, it doesn't drain fast. So right. I'm, I'm willing to bet there's Play-Doh in it. What? What? <laughs> so lies. Not on every surface of this house. Yeah. So, possibility, possibility. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, I just wanted to mention really quick that uh, I we're no longer going to be doing wrestling on the podcast. But what? yeah, but you get something better in return. Yeah. Um, Earl and I were Earl the Pearl Kennedy w- was doing our portion of the podcast of the wrestling podcast with me. And I think we've we've outgrown it, and we've kind of want to expand out. So what we end up doing is that I, I'm actually going to uh, start another podcast. 
uh, called Ringside View Podcast, and it's going to be on Anchor. And I haven't determined when we're going to post it. I have a teaser on on Anchor right now, so I'm trying to get them on all the platforms right now. So I'm I'm, I'm applying for iTunes and uh, Pandora and, and iHeartRadio. So Earl and I are going to be doing our own podcast. So pretty excited about that and then we'll i'll post where that's going to be at and what day we're going to drop it and stuff like that so pretty excited about that's that awesome. yeah. yeah so that way we can have you know unlimited bigfoot and paranormal talk on this show we're gonna go hard eventually we're gonna be a marathon running on some topics man yeah <laughs> um but my lazy ass gotta come up with stuff you know i haven't been doing what i said i was gonna do it's I mean, kind of, kind of, you know, I'm, I'm getting ideas. I just haven't been doing the actual research, but. Well, I'm pretty, exci- I'm pretty excited about where we're going and yeah. who we have on the show now. So absolutely. Cause, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I got Steven, my first round draft pick, you know, on <laughs> and, um, you know, I got you Ash. So which round draft pick was I? Don't get mad at me. Yeah. You were the fourth round draft Well, thing. you know, I didn't exactly live here. <laughs> so, so oh, I mean, we, I mean, it's understandable because yeah. you know how things went for like forever, forever. I yeah. was like, I'm going to get here. I got, oh, everything fell apart. Oh, I'm going to get there. I got things. That, oh, everything fell You, you remember know? I used to always text you all the time? I guess, so, so when you move into Dallas? When I get the money. <laughs> and, you know, I basically had to just finally give up on everything yeah and i don't mean that in like a negative way it's just you know sometimes when things aren't working you just gotta you just gotta scrap it and yeah. start over yeah and then oh, it, yeah. it worked out yeah i think so i mean because i think i um i didn't tell you about the podcast whenever you were in arkansas did i or did i yeah but um it was i in- think it was after after uh kind of already figured out what was going to happen because mm. i i can't remember because i think i was keeping it close to my chest i think steven steven knew about it yeah um but i was like in the works to doing it and i was trying to save because like i was working this i'm not making fun of anybody here but i was just uh i was working a job that i wasn't making that much money and right. so i had to like really budget like really hard because steven and blair had just moved out right and that and was about the time that you're like hey i got this open room i'm like well yeah. i had to get he sounds just like that too yeah <laughs> hey hey because it was when we uh we, we we had picked up tyler when he went to go visit his dad yeah and uh yeah i had to get get a job because it was right after i got done mm-hmm. with the deal with all of my physical and mental health stuff and getting back on track yeah. and there's our pizza <gasps> okay i'll let you get that and we'll we ordered pizza Man, you guys ordered p- pizza without me oh pizza so yeah the car's gonna be so hurt <laughs> he'll have some tomorrow <laughs> whenever he's here yeah, i think he he wanted that uh the other night too did he really? Yeah, he's like, I want pizza. I was like, we don't have any pizza. We have spaghetti. He's like, oh. Did he? Did he do the? Oh. Yeah, he did. Oh. <laughs> but he did it just different this time. He's like, oh. Like, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, baby. But we have spaghetti. Well, tonight we had macaroni, so he was kind of happy with that. Macaroni's good. He loves macaroni. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, enjoyed it. So did Sebastian. Yeah. Um, where did y'all order from? <laughs> uh, I forgot. Where did Where did you order from? Pizza Hut. Ooh, I think I'm gonna leave this part in the podcast. Yeah. I, I'm gonna leave it on there. I'm gonna leave all this stuff in there. It, yeah, I, I want it's, it to. I want it to be real. Be authentic. Yeah. Real. Authentic. <laughs> did you get Did you get stuff, Christ? No. What did we get? I, I got. Oh. I got. I got you a large. And then me a medium because I earned enough points where I could get one for free. Yeah. Oh. That's why I keep sticking with Pizza Hut, man. I get all the points yeah, and pizza. I get free food. See, mom. Mm-hmm. Well, like you, you can get that with Domino's too. Yeah. You have to order, I oh. think, six pizzas to get a free medium. They don't have a Domino's in D Queen, Arkansas. Now they don't have a Pizza Hut, so. Dang. Yeah. Um. 
<laughs> I know I know this is not like paranormal news and I know we're doing like pizza talk right now. Whatever. Yeah. But Rob Robert, did you hear about the terrible news that Taco Bell's gonna Oh, they're taking away a lot of their yeah, menu items. The Mexican pizza? Yeah. The Mexican pizza, the shredded chicken burritos. I'm banning them. Because they want they they want to make their uh customers customers order uh fast and be efficient on so the they're orders. Like, it says Taco Bell, not a motherfucking thing else, and that's what you're getting. It's either taco or yeah. bells and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you either get the taco or you get the bell out of here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, I'm yeah, so I was, I was, pre- I saw that and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Good job, Stephen. They're yeah. probably like everybody else; they're hurting, so they have to cut down and back on production and yeah. stuff. So it probably we're spending too much money on cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as so, someone that has that, worked for places like that, it is an issue. Yeah, so. and it, and they also said the reason why they're cutting down the Mexican or they're getting rid of the Mexican pizza is because they use seven point and this is a fact seven point one million cardboard from Mexican pizza. Wow, that's a lot. Like going packaging. So see, like yeah, yeah, they're probably just cutting budget corners. Honestly, wait until yeah, yeah, wait a couple of years, it'll be back. That sucks ass. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and that and. And that ends Stephen's useless information. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's your um, what's it called? What were we doing? My a, to- a topic for the show. It was like it was uh, yeah, current events. the the interesting in- interesting interesting fact or fun fact or you know something like that. Since uh, uh yeah, since yeah, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that. <laughs> You mean like There you go Taco Bell sucks <laughs> No it doesn't <laughs> It's just it just Their selection sucks <laughs> A little more yeah. than it normally does <laughs> Oh man that's awesome You guys are awesome mm-hmm. man. As long as they still have quesadillas I don't give a fuck Yeah Actually, they're getting rid of that too. Uh, Dang, we fighting. I'm just gonna have to. What the hell? I'm just gonna have to go to uh, Subway. Taco bueno. Subway has the same chipotle sauce. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh. You get a steak and cheese on flatbread, and with that chipotle sauce, and it's basically the same thing. Yeah, flatbread tortilla, whatever. Yeah. Same well, thing. okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to end the subject because I'm getting hungry. <laughs> pizza. So, um, okay. Um. Uh, what I, what I kind of wanted to talk about was, um, and I, you know, Ash, you were actually was the one that brought this up, and this yes. was like, this was like, uh, I don't know, like five or six episodes ago, and you had this good idea about talking about this, and I, I've always loved it. I always loved this this one particular episode of Coast to Coast, and you brought it, you know, hey, we should talk about that, and I said, hey, that's yeah, because it's it's a really good one, and you know, it's from back from, you know, back. When I was first learning everything, our yeah. bell was the be all end all. Right, that's where you, yeah, that was the good stuff, man. This was because I re- I recall when this one came out. This was uh, we're talking about Art Bell Coast to Coast episode, uh, and this was on the radio. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. this was on AM radio, and this was uh, I, I recall this because I I think I talked to Tim about this, and Tim said that Luke told up. Well, this is back whenever I was with the TBRC. Mm-hmm. And Luke had told us to listen to this episode. This was coming up, and he wanted us to listen to yeah. it. And this was on, it was released on June the 5th, 2001. Yeah, I don't remember if I listened to it after meeting you guys yeah. or before, because, you know, I, I I was into Art Bell then, too. But I do remember him talking to it about a lot. It's like, you know, yeah. you want to listen to a good story. That's a good story. Yeah, this was on, this was on a Tuesday. Uh, and I remember I stayed up. I can't remember exactly what time. I think it was like really late, like around twelve thirty or one o'clock in the morning or something like that. And it and it aired. And this is, I think, this one is like maybe maybe an hour and a half, I think. And I stayed up and mm-hmm. listened to it all. And I was I was I was real groggy for work the very next day. Worth it. And uh, it was to hear like, that live, man. Yeah. Um, worth it. It was. Mm-hmm. Stephen, do you do you recall this at all? Or is this the first time you actually heard heard of the story? No, honestly, it's the first time I ever heard the story, but it was very, very interesting. It just makes me think of like, in my perspective, it's like that's like listening to, yeah, to War of the Worlds when Orwell did it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and Art 
Art, uh, Art has a really unique, uh, distinct voice. He does. Too, he does. So, Art Bell. Yeah, this was yeah. a very, very distinctive cadence. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this one, I think, uh, and I didn't, I couldn't find the other episodes. Supposedly, like before, before this one aired, three years before this, Art talked to this guy, like three years before, and I think that they did it in a short. I, I, I could be wrong. Hopefully, someone can listen to this and actually send me the link or something or send us the link. But uh, I I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. Uh, this is the only one I could find. But it's um, got to exist somewhere. So, <laughs> <clears throat> um, but but this one, <laughs> this one episode on Art Bell is it was on June fifth, two thousand one, and I was uh, Luke told us to like to listen to it, so I stayed up. I listened to it. I was fascinated by it. But uh, Art Bell uh, also got Robert W. Morgan on here mm-hmm. to to help him. I guess. He was like a, a co-host for him because mm-hmm. yeah, normally he doesn't have a co-host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and I think it was kind of like he was kind of analyzing, yeah, to like whether or not they thought his story was bullshit or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Robert W. Morgan, I read, I read some stuff about him. Uh, I remember seeing him post stuff, and we were supposed to have him on the first annual Bigfoot conference, but he had conflicting schedules mm-hmm. or something, or I don't know. I think uh, Craig couldn't pay for something i don't know for his flight or, i i forgot the reason why but he didn't make it to the first but i wanted to meet him and from what i recall i think uh chat scott was talking a lot about him like in the past but but he was on this show as well and so they introduce uh bugs they call him bugs and he said he was uh a farmer and he said the area was was cotton country i don't know if it meant that he was a cotton farmer but he said that uh that you know that that he was a farmer in this area. And so the area that he was talking about was like, he said he was in the Texas panhandle. Near the, the Red River. Yeah, near the Red River off Elm Creek. Mm-hmm. And I looked I looked up Elm Creek everywhere, and there's like a ton of Elm Creek yeah. <laughs> all imagine. over the place. I said, I go, good Lord. I it's said, like Bear Creek or anything like yeah, that, you know. Or, yeah. like, or like Main Street or something, yeah. you know. It's like, um, but I, man, I, I looked up this whole area, and I was trying to find it, and it was like, just really hard to find this area. So uh, I think that was. I think I think I found it. I I did don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I think I found it because on the episode he did mention the Panhandle, mm-hmm. and there there is North Elm Creek on the Panhandle, and it's like right, literally like maybe a couple miles away from Oklahoma on to the right. Sense. That's. And well, I've kind of had a, is, a general idea where it was. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah, if you type in North Elm Creek, Elm Creek Panhandle, it'll pull up. You should, you should, you should post it on uh, the Bigfoot Club um, site. That way, people can look at it whenever, okay. you know, whenever you get a chance. So, um, alrighty. But uh, Bugs, uh, he he introduces himself, and then he has like two, like two other two other buddies, and apparently they were they were Vietnam veterans. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he he says his one friend is called Bird Dog. The other one was Jim. Bird dog and Jim. Bird dog and that, Jim. That's a that just sounds like <laughs> yeah, like a like a buddy comedy or a it, cartoon. Or it, it does, it does. It almost it almost seems like the it adventures was, of Bird Dog and Jim. And like the, the guys, the guys twang is like so. I know it. It really reminded me of like that's one reason why I like listening to <laughs> yeah local radio from where I'm, just how people talk. <laughs> Like my sister. <laughs> yeah, your sister's got a she's got a strong twang. Yeah, it just kind of depends on who she's talking to and like, mm-hmm. you know, because she has her like phone voice and her professional voice, and I just really, really hate it because I know it's fake. I'm like, that's not what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, I've always said I've always said I I like her twang a lot. I think it's it was worse when she was a little kid. It's funny. Yeah, I, wish we, I hope we have some home movies. That still exist out there that have, yeah, because <laughs> it's funny. Um, so in this part, man, I gotta stop doing that. I swear, I do that all the time, all the time. I got, I gotta stop doing it. But anyway, <laughs> you notice even more now that you're editing and listening to <laughs> yeah, your voice. That's yeah. why I don't like to listen to the episodes back. It's like, damn. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You have a, you don't have a lot of. So far, if I listen to all the podcasts as I'm editing now, mm-hmm. I edit. Yours less than I do mine. Really? I'll just say that. Because right instead now. of saying um or uh, you know smacking or whatever, I just say fuck. 
<laughs> or another bad word. It is horrible. Like I'll instead of going, oh, I'll just be um, fucking, <laughs> fuck this shit, fucking. Uh. <laughs> but um, I learned it from Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing. I'm not editing that part out. <laughs> oh Lord! So, um, on this part, he's talking about you know that they he does a lot of hunting. He does a lot of hunting with uh, these Vietnam veterans, and um, he was saying that he was like in cotton country, and during this time between January and February, he has a lot of free time. And so he, him and his buddies, they were, they were hunting like for, not for sport. They but, were bounty hunting is yeah. what it sounded like. And that's basically yeah. where you go out and kill whatever. Yeah. And that's why it ended up like it ended up. Cause he was know. saying, he was saying Bobcat. I, I, and I actually didn't know this until yeah. I actually heard this episode, but Bobcat pelt goes from between 300 and $700. Yeah. There's still people that do fur mm-hmm. trapping. You wouldn't think it. Yeah, and, and yeah, he was saying coyote go for. Four. Of course, this was like in the seventies too. Yeah, but, and it was probably more common back then. But yeah, so coyote go for forty or fifty dollars a pelt, mm-hmm. and he was saying that they, you know, this was this was like a way of life for them, and they were. Yeah, you could make especially like, I know in like South Arkansas and Louisiana and stuff, they have like the neutral rats because they're an invasive species, mm-hmm. and they just trade their tails. You know, you get X amount per tail or whatever. Because I mean, invasive species like that, right, can be harmful to the ecosystem. So. Yeah, because like they like tear it, tear it up, right? Yeah, they yeah. Tear up. So they'll pay big money to keep. Well, not just tear it up; it'll just like knock off the whole. It'll make make it where like one. Usually, they'll overpopulate because they don't have a, a predator, a predator, and then they'll mess up. They don't mess up the food chain because they're eating too much, and so on and so forth. Right. So they'll hire these people, these varmint hunters or whatever. They'll put bounties on these different animals and go into this area, and so they'll make a lot of. You can make a lot of money that way. Did you just say var? Because that's what that's what he called himself. He was a varmint hunter. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean that's basically. I'm pretty sure that's what he referred to himself as as a varmint hunter or something like that. So he he was kind of saying that you know they made at I think the highest point he made like twenty four hundred dollars in one night, and that's that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And it was like because it wasn't a sport; it was just you know something that they just they made they made extra money on. And so, I could I could totally see that you know them 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 doing this. So it actually, this to me it seems like it was okay. Okay, though. But uh, this area that they were talking about was he said it was all farmland. Yeah, I mean it's possible that they were hired by farmers to go in and get rid of invasive species because you know coyotes right. Eat- or deer or whatever, you know, it eats crops or, you know, or livestock. And so, like, before he started telling the story, uh, I mean, just backtrack a little bit. Before he started telling the story, Art Bell seemed like he was aggravated that he had this. Because, like, this gentleman provides him a map mm-hmm. of what we're going to end up talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, Art, mm-hmm. Art Bell, yeah, Art Bell seemed, like, really aggravated that he had a map. Mm-hmm. He says, why do I have this map? And he says, oh, you know, my days are numbered. Whenever I'm gone, you can... I want you to have that. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of that was kind of odd. Well, think about what that map could possibly lead to. Yeah, if you know, chances are whatever is there was nature has scattered it to the wind. Yeah, more or less, especially if it's on river bottoms and flooding and everything, it's gone. Irrigate, but what ir- if it? What if it's not? Stuff, yeah. And what if you do decide to go out there? And what if you do find something? Hmm. And if his story is true, he's given that person a literal map uh-huh. to something that could change life as we know it. Yep. That's a lot of responsibility. It is. Um, so he's, act- he's actually explaining what, what they were doing. They were driving around at night. Mm-hmm. And they had like a big spotlight, a big right. big halogen light. They were probably like, looking for like raccoons or something like yeah. that. Yeah. He said it was a 500 watt. And it, he said this thing to light up, you know, mm-hmm. like a quarter mile stuff. So, you know, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and he was talking about that, you know, he they had done it so often that he could tell what was a cow, what was a deer, what was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a coyote and stuff like the, that. The color of their eyes. The color of the eyes, yeah. So, 
Um, I thought that was kind of neat. And like this story takes place in Texas, 1976. And so it's been some mm-hmm. time, it's been some time since he's actually talked about it and, uh, gone over it. So like, like I said before, it was the, the panhandle supposedly. That's what he said. Elm Creek. And yeah. Um, but then he talks about him going over into this valley and it was farmland. And he said, they, they, they came on a set of eyes and it was like, it was, it was kind of like squat down and that he was, uh, I think I think I can't remember which guy it was Bird Dog or Jim was on the very top of his truck and said we he asked him you know you, you know what do you got he says I don't know never seen it before and eventually I guess it stood up and started running on two legs mm-hmm. I thought that they shot at it first is it was it was it they shot at first I think that they shot at it because they thought it was a coyote okay possibly because they got you know they have red eye shines yeah 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 and I think they thought it was a coyote and they shot at the eye shines. And, he, and then it stood up. He did say that this was the reddest eyes he's ever yeah. seen. So. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I agree the way I described what I've seen. Because mm-hmm. the closest thing I've ever seen to this, this is, is eye shines that, that mm-hmm. one night. And I said, it looks like the reflectors off of the end of a driveway. Right. Like those, you know, okay. it looked exactly like that, but like up in the air. So... He they like shot at it. It stood up and started running off, and then they shot at it again, right? And I think they like knocked it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and they yeah, we call that at all or yeah. He whenever like like he said like they thought it was a coyote, they shot at it and then it stood up, and that's when they thought oh it, they honestly thought it went from a coyote, and then he said I thought now we're thinking it's a bear, mm-hmm. so they started shooting at it more. And he said that it was running on two feet. It wasn't running on four, like on all fours. Right. And then they shot, they shot at it more. And then they're all like, was that, was that a bear? And so they followed it. And then, yeah. yeah. That's Cause, like, Cause like he, he was, he was explaining there was a Creek by mm-hmm. and they, and they, as it, as it crossed the Creek and they shot at it again, it went over a fence. That's what he said. And it mm-hmm. went, it went down again. And so that, that portion of the show, uh, I think Robert W. Morgan's mm-hmm. he steps in, and he looks the. I mean, his tone on there, and I don't think I don't. Yeah. I don't think Bugs caught this. No, I don't. But think he he, did, but. he seemed like he was he was pre- he was pretty pissed off about mm-hmm. it. I mean, I kind of felt that. I mean, honestly, how if you're really into it, how can you not? Right. Unless you're of that school, which I don't think the majority of people are. Like you know, because to me, I I can understand the first one. Right. But then after that, and then they just chase them down into shoot the other one. Yeah, that's a little. But at the same time, they're out there trying to make a living. They are probably seeing dollar signs. What I thought was kind of odd is that you know he was talking about it being a farmland, and if, right. if this Bigfoot, if you know, is in the middle of farmland, mm-hmm. and like because that area, that area of the Panhandle is not. I'm you know I'm sure there's woods there. It's just not. It's not known to have a lot of Bigfoot sightings in the past. Right. So, this was in '76. I don't know if they were like migrating from, you know, Colorado this way or from, you know, Oklahoma and then turned back toward, turn, you know, toward, turn east and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I thought it was kind of odd. I said, "Man, what's what's Bigfoot doing way out there?" But you know, that's just that's just my. I mean, if there was enough view. from what he described, it sounded like a, a decent woody area in, yeah. in the river bottoms, and you know, they might be living off the farms too you know yeah because a lot of times when they're near people they figure out how to work that to their advantage yeah that was i mean just i don't know it just kind of struck me a little bit me and then um and then like you know you know robert w morgan says because you guys were all vietnam vets right he's yes and goes you had night training and he goes yes like almost like he's mm-hmm. almost in a condescending type of you know tone and stuff and he says so mm-hmm. you got because you guys cut down on something running on two legs, and and you cut down on it again. He goes, okay, okay. I'm just trying to get a picture. Okay, go ahead and continue. So I I I, mm-hmm. I took it that he was he was pretty perturbed and well, like like how I felt about it. It's like the first time they did it, okay. Yeah. The another time they're scared, okay. But no, they decided to pursue it, right? And then shot it again, and killed another one. To me, that's intent. Yeah, it was, and like he was. Uh, he was he was explaining that he thought it was a bear because he said he said it ran kind of hunched over, mm-hmm. and you know to me when he said that, you know this guy I don't know I don't know him that well I don't know what he, what his background is, 
But that right. that 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 hit some validity with me about it running with Hunchover because I've seen uh, uh, some of video um, in East Texas. I'm not going to say where, but in mm-hmm. East, I've seen I've seen video of a Bigfoot doing a hunched over walk, and it was like still taller than most people are hunched over. Right. And so him saying it, it was hunched over, it it, it kind of hit home with me. I said, okay, that's that sounds really good. Well, also and theoretically. This is just my idea. This, you know, so it was a male and a female, mm-hmm. and that wasn't like weren't they smaller? Like yeah, one, the male was smaller than the female. The, on on this one, yeah. Or, no, or no, he that, no, he was first. eight. He was eight inches taller than okay. than the other ones, but they were like around three fifty. Theoretically, it's a younger one, and they've been known to are reported. To allegedly, you know, start out on all fours, just like yeah, yeah, just like us. So, I mean, if it was a younger one, then maybe that's just the way it was more comfortable and, and moving quickly. Yeah. So he was kind of saying that you know he thought it was a bear, and then they when they saw it running on two legs, he got kind of scared, thinking it's oh man, mm-hmm. we I think we just shot a human, mm-hmm. and and so I guess it took off. They lost sight of it, and then they drove around for a couple more hours, I think, and then eventually they did find. Some footprints and then some blood yeah, and some trails they, of blood. I think they followed the blood trail. Yeah, they end up and then he was saying that uh, that the footprint was like uh, like a human, but you know pretty mm-hmm. big. So um, and then they followed it to a plum thicket. And then when he said that, that kind of yeah. that kind of hit home with me too. Yeah, the plum thicket. I said okay. Uh, and then you know they they found they 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 followed to a, a plum thicket and they said they heard growling. Like a like a, a growl. Yeah. So um the way he was kind of describing it is like it was I guess this this growl was coming inside this this plum thicket, it was surrounded and it was like an open area like in the that's how I that's how I viewed it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so they got I can think they like like nominated bugs to go in there because he had like a high caliber uh hand hand pistol. Uh was it a forty four? Yeah, forty four. I remember. But yeah. So so he crawls in there. He says he has to crawl in on his on his on his on his knees, and he crawls in there. And he says eventually he 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 gets approached by another Bigfoot, and he says this one was kind of crouching a little bit toward him. And he said he shot. I can't remember how many times he shot at it. I think it was like three or four times. Enough to count. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And it had to probably be several if it killed it. Yeah, because he said he said that the that that the. The other one that they had shot was a male, and it was it was already in inside the uh, the uh, plum thicket, dead already. And so he was it was laying in like a, a pool of blood. And he said he shot at the at this the current uh, Bigfoot when it was like a, a female. He he describes as a female, and he said it went back a couple times and then came forward and he shot it like a couple more times and then it killed it. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, Bird Dog and Jim were yelling at him. They couldn't see what he was doing. But they yelled at him and said, "Hey, are you okay?" They heard shots. He says, "Yeah, I got him. Uh, I I got him." So they all crawled in and saw, and that they saw it was it was uh, it was it was two Bigfoot. It was like a eight, it was like he said it was eight plus, and she was probably like seven plus. And he was there. He was talking about their the weight the weight around three fifty or something like around, around there. But I thought that was that's kind of interesting story. I said, "Man, wow!" And then. Um, they eventually, I think it was around four or five, and whenever they were driving around, and then whenever they, I guess they confronted these, this, this female Bigfoot, it was getting close to like, he said six o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock, somewhere around there. So whenever mm-hmm. they, whenever they pulled the bodies out, it was close to like eight. So, what are you guys thought on thoughts on that right now? Um, it's definitely, I think it was definitely interesting. Um, um. I like to point out the fact that they, they, uh, what's his name? Robert Morgan did point out, did you smell anything? Right. Like, did you smell anything? And he, he said, I, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. And I think, okay, now I understand now, like maybe they were just so off of, of so much adrenaline that they probably didn't even realize that they, you know, or the smell, you know, uh, my theory with it being, because you know that's I can see your face too. You yeah. see Robert's face. He's like, "This is where I'm going to talk some shit now." <laughs> Listen to this. But yeah. this is why I also kind of went with the idea that it was a younger male and maybe a mother. Yeah. Because the theory is that the ones that really 
really smell bad are the like adult males, right? The alpha males, an older male, so mm-hmm. it could have been a yo- a younger male, and so to yeah. them it just they just smelled like because you know wild animals usually aren't the most pleasant smelling thing, yeah, so like they probably just had a a musty smell, you know, yeah. Um. So this out of the out of the all the stuff that I've heard on this like multiple times. This is the one thing that that bugged me, and I know, and I, I, I like your theory, I like it, but I still think that this this smell should be like ingrained in him forever, mm-hmm. right. forever. Well, I say that because you know I believe that I have had two occasions mm-hmm. where something had happened, and neither time, of course, I wasn't right on top of it, I wasn't covered in their blood. Do I recall ever? Yeah experiencing that and i feel like they would have been in close proximity for what right has been described i've heard described and it didn't happen so i mean i i feel like it is possible that you can have an encounter and not you know take note of yeah but i mean like they were yeah they were dragging them out right i mean mean, because obviously we don't know because we haven't been that close to one right to understand i mean i i've been in areas in oklahoma and texas where i would I'd pick up on that smell and then it would go yeah. away and then it yeah. would go away. But I, I did, I've never seen a Bigfoot. Right. But I, I've, I've smelled that I think it's them. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Or it could, or it just could be a smunk, uh, a smunk, a smunk, a skunk. A skunk? <laughs> what? Well, that's for next week's podcast. We'll explore that. <laughs> What's a smunk? I bet there's something out there. I know there's a thing called a squonk. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this that but this is the one thing that kind of bugged me about that that one interview mm-hmm. was is, is just its smell and it's how he just you know just shot it off like oh you know well we don't know about how hygienic bird dog and Jim were either maybe they were nasty yeah they kind of they kind of canceled it out yeah yeah <laughs> we never know they might have been some stinky motherfuckers themselves so yeah so they were Vietnam vets too so yeah yeah they. They smelled. They smelled all types of different kinds of smells, and I think it was just another thing that they uh, to add to their, uh, I guess, the memory of it. I just they were, and plus the, they didn't know what they they just killed too. So yeah, that's another thing. So yeah, and also this is yeah. probably a really traumatic event. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I've had moments in my life where. It's just gone. Yeah. And sometimes it comes back and other times, and it doesn't really even have anything to do with what happened. It's sometimes just mundane stuff later in that same kind of period of time or just gone. Yeah. I I think I have to, I mean, I was like, at the very beginning, I was like, because I know you and I talked about this Mm -hmm. off show and I, I, I voiced my opinion then and I. I'm doing it now about, you know, I just, I, that kind of bugs me about the story, but everything else kind of hits on, you know, um, yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the lunging in the eyes and, um, just other stuff. It's just, I don't know. That's just me. And uh, of course, with the growing theme of our show, the biggest reason why they thought they were humans was because they had human genitalia, human like yeah. genitalia. Yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what he was saying. He said that, the, you know, that they, that they, I think you know, and I know this, this. I'm just going off what he said, right? Because he said on on the show that they thought they had killed uh, Down syndrome. He didn't use the word yeah. Down syndrome. Yeah. He used some yeah. non- politically correct. Yeah, some some yeah. you know some people that might have some deformities or something. You know, right. some is right. what he thought were in the woods and that they had killed people. And so he said that they were pretty worried and like you know they. The sun was coming up, so they they dig the grave like really fast. And he says, "Man, whenever you're scared, you, you just you start digging right. really fast." And so he said he was. They were Vietnam veterans, and they know how to cover their tracks. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Robert W. Morgan steps in right here, and he starts talking about you know, hey, if you didn't bury them low enough, you know, uh, there's it was it was by a creek, or I think he said that they buried them by a, like a creek area. And that, uh, and that Robert W. Morgan was worried about them like being washed away, but he says, "No, no, no. We we buried them about four, four or five feet deep. You know, um, vets, and we know how to cover our tracks." And uh, and then he he goes on to say that 
and then I think Robert uh, Morgan kind of he kind of surprised me here. He says, "What kind of soil was it?" I don't think anybody mm-hmm. would have thought about asking that. And he said, "Sandy loam, like really, really quick." Mm-hmm. And so that tells me, I said, "Man, he mu- he really must be a farmer mm-hmm. because not not everybody yep. knows what kind of soil right that that's around or whatever you use or bury something in." And so, sandy loam. So yeah, um, I wouldn't know that term and I, I know a little bit about dirt yeah <laughs> you know but not that much yeah so i thought i thought that was kind of interesting that he knew exactly what type of soil it was and and that uh so i think that he was kind of worried about it being like washed away and discovered like you know through erosion and like irrigation and stuff like that so i feel like it probably has anyway either either you know uh they biodegraded and or that happened because you know, with all the change in, in the weather patterns, it, you know, it's a lot wetter mm-hmm. in this area now. And if it hadn't by then, you know, it's been so long, they're gone. I mean, yeah, there might be something here or there, but it would, you know, that's just the way the the woods are. Yeah. Um, and then, he, then he goes on to say that, you know, that they, they, they uh, swore to, to, you know, secrecy and not to talk about it. But, you know, he's talking about it on the radio. But so. Well, he didn't use his real name. Yeah. And obviously probably didn't use their real names either. Um, or, yeah. So I think uh, Robert, at this point, Robert W. Morgan, he's really, really interested in, in this subject. And he wants to, he wants to, he wants to try to convince him into showing him where it's at. Mm-hmm. He wants to be involved and he thinks he can take the heat for it. So I thought it was kind of, to me, that I thought that was kind of odd that he wanted to. I said, "Yeah, I think I can take the heat for." It. I said, "What is he a lawyer or something?" He's well. I mean, <laughs> it'd be interesting. Yeah, because at that point yeah. in time, it would probably be forever before they could even figure out if it would count as a murder. Because even if they discovered this thing, okay, here's a new species. Yeah, what what determines personhood? And Unfortunately, you know, things like that have happened with humanity. But I feel like, you know, it it would be an interesting thing to try to figure it out because if it ever does come around, yeah, you know, it who knows some some big 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 cha- to, in in my mind, big changes would would happen if yeah. they, if they were to uncover these bodies. You would you would man, you would talk about logging. You talk about mm-hmm. you know contracts. Um, jobs, uh, right? You know, probably like congressmen, senators would probably all get involved because then that's like a big, like industry. Well, that they, would, that they would get affected. Here's another thing too. They would probably disappear. Honestly, yeah. Because I've heard more than one story where things like that could have happened, and then it's just. Pfft, gone yeah because of everything you just mentioned yeah so, like, uh, so the road. like yep. when remember uh oh what was the little bird like oregon or washington the spotted owl the spotted owl yeah the big controversies about that yeah well now let's put an eight foot probably human yeah human human like humanoid creature living in this area all the logging's getting yeah. shut down. All the farming, all this stuff's getting involved. You, you know, because it kind of, you know, I know I've talked about, I can't remember if I talked about this on this show or another show, but I, I recall whenever I first got into TBRC, we were we were doing an area, in Area 2, we called it Area 2, which was uh, Sulphur Springs. And I can say what it is now, it's called, um, it called Mahoney Slabs. Mm-hmm. And that's the area we used to go to. And it was pretty open to the area. It was pretty open. It was right next to Jim Chapman Lake. And um, was it Jim Chapman Lake? Yeah. Anyway, um, we would go out there and, and and I think we went out there like three or four times to go uh, just put out cameras, research, walk around the area. And Luke was kind of showing us a lot of, lot of, a lot of us like uh, beginners, uh, the area. And so I think like a month into it, then we started getting game wardens and park mm-hmm. rangers showing up. Like they just automatically knew when we were there. Mm-hmm. We're, we're bird watching. Right? Yeah. So they would just show up and start questioning us. Like, who are you? Why are you here? And I said, what the hell? And that, I think eventually, I think I, after six months, I think that area got bought out. Right. By the, 
by the mm-hmm. U.S. government, I mean by the state of Texas. And so if we were to... That, imagine that. Yeah, if we were to walk on that property with guns, man, we would have, we would have, you know, mm-hmm. we'd have got arrested and stuff like that. So I remember Gino Napoli used to always say, you know, it's better to be judged by, by 12 than carried by six. He said all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's take his gun in there and like, mm-hmm. no matter what. So I think I had, at the time, I had a Mossberg pump shotgun and i think uh once they once the the state bought it i just quit bringing it so uh, yeah whatever i'm not gonna do that so i i mean i follow the law so mm-hmm. but anyway like yeah. we, like we were saying i i just thought that you know they were to find those bodies man that a lot of stuff would probably change a lot if of stuff. they were allowed to go public with it yeah i don't like to buy yeah. controversies but yeah we've seen that happened with endangered and and threatened species. There's a really good movie with Willem Dafoe in it that's called um, I think The Hunter, and it's about the the thylacine in Tasmanian tigers. And mm-hmm, his job yeah, yeah. is he's hired by this company to go to try to find it to get this uh, DNA sample because they want to clone it or something like that. And there's it's kind of like a murder mystery because these loggers know about them but if anything like that comes back which of course who was the ones that killed off killed them off to begin with right were the loggers because they thought that they were like monsters because they didn't understand them because their mouth was huge and they like they would eat hearts and blah 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 and all these myths so they had a bounty hunt on them and and hunted them into Extinction. extinction yeah but anyway in this movie you know people that are trying to are have are trying to find information on this start going missing accidents right. and stuff happening it, it's you know of course it's hollywood but i mean it kind of makes sense yeah that was um that's a, just a lot of stuff i mean it's just i always feared that whenever we were doing research you know that we were going to you know, disappear or something like that. So I know. that's one of those things that I was, I mean, you I don't, you it. don't want to think that that's possible, but yeah, it could happen. It's possible. It, it could always happen. I mean, we could, we could, but, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, the, with that to go, if they were to find those, those, uh, those bones and all that stuff, it's, it, it could be, and once it goes public, it's, it's probably a good thing, but it's also a dangerous thing. Because who knows how many times the government has tried to cover stuff up. And another thing, I've had this conversation before. I, I don't think that I would ever, if, in my personal, it used to be the opposite, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, at the beginning, it's like, oh, I want proof. I want to show that, you know, that that my passion, my thing, that I was right. That, but now it's like I don't think that I would tell anyone. Yeah. Because I would be afraid of what would happen. Because, you know, people want to go yeah. out and, and trophy hunt and all this stuff and, and, and just whatever. It just it seems like the worst thing to possibly do. I think I kind of, whenever I first started with the TBRC, I wanted to prove these things existed. Mm-hmm. But after after a while, I, I just kind of moved toward the, toward the school of just helping people who've seen this thing cope with it. Because, you know, as, mm-hmm. as much as people don't talk about people don't talk about this at all on any kind of Bigfoot stuff is that people who see this are not people who want to see it. And whenever they, they do right. see it, they like, they, it changes their life and they get traumatized by it. And it's like, why did I see this? And so I try to help those people mm-hmm. who've seen it and deal with it and ask me why they they saw it. And I try to give them like information and yeah, and, and you know that I've, I kind of feel the same way, and also um, a reason to to keep like learning is to understand it, so that I can you can also explain why this happened. Like you right. know, when we had our our very special and anonymous guest, I feel like breaking down why maybe this was happening helped because before it was just like. What the hell? This thing in the woods that jumped at me and was screaming and all this stuff is a monster yeah. for no reason, no rhyme or reason. It just appeared out of nowhere for no reason and attacked me for no reason. And when you break it down more, well, it's probably protecting its food source, its family. Mm-hmm. You know, and that you probably 
weren't really in any danger. Because <laughs> I think uh, whenever all I think I talked to him like a total of six times about mm-hmm. this about that incident when we we're talking about uh, our our uh, anonymous friends from uh, he went to go visit Longview. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about it being a monster every time I talked to him. That was always always the same thing. He goes this monster thing or this mon you know. And I think, you know, to be honest, I think, I think we helped him out a lot. Yeah. So I think, uh, hopefully if he's listening, we helped him out a lot. And if he ever wants to talk to us again, he can always talk to us. Not he can on the record, off the record. I don't care. Right. I, just, I just want to help. Absolutely. Him. So I just want, I always just wanted to help people. And so, so that's where I kind of moved it. I moved, kind of moved to trying to prove this thing existed. Cause I used to be in like in documentation. Let's, 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 let's document the moon phase. Uh, yeah, uh, the barometer, no. all this stuff, and I, I kind of moved into the area where I just want to help people, right? And I mean, that's fine, mm-hmm. well and good. I mean, but I just, and I think it's kind of like with everything from the beginning. I just want to know the answers, and I, I want it. It's kind of whenever you find things out like that, then you, I feel like you have to use your knowledge to help other people, mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean i need a tv show i need a book deal yeah like the opposite i wouldn't or wouldn't. i need to give you a autograph picture of myself yeah you yeah, know whatever mm-hmm. i don't even want to go have headshots made i was saying no the other day i was like <laughs> no and don't want my picture taken. <laughs> but but uh yeah back to the uh where uh, I guess where this this area might be, I sent a link on the messenger. I don't know if you have your laptop or yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw it. Um, but on the physical features of that, it says the Panhandle County of Rolling Broken Terrain draining to Red River Forks, sandy and loam soils. You got to be kidding me! It said that. Yep. Yep. And oh, on shit. the on the agriculture, the first thing it shows it's it's cotton. Oh. Steven. <laughs> I swear. Either you figured it it's, out it's or Collins Col- Collinsworth uh, County. Yeah. And it's supposedly it has like a um a really good Vietnam vet like for veterans, like all all cities, but it's like mostly for like Vietnam vets too. So Son of a bitch. <laughs> We Son just a, found our documentary. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, you're good. Yeah. Did, did I say you were good? <laughs> Remember the last yeah. time when you told us it was the anniversary of the bridge collapse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those moments, man. Yep. You know, I, this is the reason why you're our first round draft pick, man. <laughs> this is the reason why. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Steven, I, we can get a chance to take a look, take a look at it, too. <laughs> okay. We need a sponsor. Steven, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it's right there by Elm Creek. It has to be that area. Man, Sorry. Yeah. you'd have to get so much equipment. Yeah. And gas money. And and a bunch yeah, of shovels. A, and a bunch of shovels. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of people to do it for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hire somebody. <laughs> I wouldn't last very long. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'm totally out of shape. Anyway, <laughs> we need to get one of those things that tells us where to dig, yeah. so we don't waste our time. <laughs> hey, we're like 55 <laughs> seconds in. 55 seconds. You know what? Yeah, I sent you this clip, but you know what happened? I saw, Steven? I saw it. <laughs> the master podcaster himself stole Robert's bit. <laughs> oh no! On. I was watching the five-hour podcast of with Joe Rogan and, and Duck and Trestle, because those are always the best ones. And he goes, Joe Rogan goes, we're a minute, and we're five minutes and, and 45 seconds in, man. <laughs> I was like, that son of a bitch stole your bit. I saw that. I was laughing so hard at work, and uh, somebody was asking me, why are you laughing for? I go, you wouldn't get it. He was drunk off of his <laughs> ass too because they were on that show for five hours and they are just drinking whiskey the yeah, whole time. He was he was saying, so, so how's the wine business? <laughs> <laughs> so how's the wine business? Yeah. Tell me about exactly. your bees. <laughs> hey. No, at that point, they're just like, man, Duncan, I fucking love you. I love you too, Joe. And 
It's like, you need to move to Texas with me. No. <laughs> hey, look up that video with the, with the two salamanders fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Rogan's Jamie, like, look Jamie, Jamie looked that up, and Duncan's like, Jamie, when you have a moment, would you please, do you mind looking that up? <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, we love Duncan. I just want to say, good job, Steven. Those. Absolutely. Oh, thanks. We're gonna go on a treasure hunt. We need to get more people. Yeah. Who else can we get involved? It's we can. Get, we can I know we can at least get Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's only a four-hour, four supposedly four-hour drive. I mean, judging by. We show up at his house here. at dawn with the RV and it's like, "Get in, motherfucker! We're going. <laughs> <laughs> we're going treasure hunting." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh lord. <laughs> I think I think Brad Freeman has expressed interest. Yeah, yeah Brad, a little bit. Brad Freeman. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, anywho, uh, I just wanted to say also, um, I did uh, Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. I think it was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and so I think I'm supposed to be this next the next episode for them coming out this week coming out. So um, that that's cool because they got a badass. Yeah. Yes, this week. So if they bring in more listeners, then they're going to get you next Ye- week. Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks uh, does uh, an episode with John Bullard and Stormy Daniels. Yeah. And I would I I'm okay coming off that show to come to springboard yeah. off that one. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So um, so yeah, I should I should be the next episode if I don't be pissed. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> And then I did Cecilia, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm the next episode. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, and then I did uh, I did Matt's show, yeah. um, Bigfoot Crossroads, last week too. So I think I should be the next one coming up too. So I'll be. I'll God be, damn it! <laughs> it'll it'll be it'll be Robert week next week. Yeah, so, uh, every week is Robert week here. So. <laughs> This is true. So <laughs> if you join Robert Week everywhere else, come here and it's every fucking week. <laughs> but I'm really proud. Of, I did uh, my mom's show last week and it's doing really well. Right now it's at, I think we're at, it's at 170 right now. Dang. And that's for seven days. I mean, five or six days. And then Tyler's is at 190. Yeah. Because Tyler's a badass. I taught him everything he knows. And YouTube <laughs> did. And it was, it was me and YouTube. Yeah, I have to give YouTube a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he knows his stuff. Oh, yeah, man. I give him that. He does. He's always been that way. He's super, super focused on stuff, and I guess I'm kind of that way too. Where I'll get something I like, and I'm like, I need to know literally everything. When did the, you know, assistant to the photography director, when's their birthday, and who's their mom? <laughs> you know, maybe not that bad, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was actually really good, um, show with, with Matt. So it was, it's probably, uh, I mean, I had fun on this show all the time, but I had, I had fun on his show and I was like, uh, cause like he's, he, you know, he's, he's real serious on his podcast and, yeah. uh, I'm not saying that he's not funny, but I'm just saying, you know, he's pretty serious and like, I think we're funny. I yeah. Think, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're funny and serious. This is just me. It's my coping mechanism is just by being <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you you're funny. Man. It comes natural, what can I say? Yeah. You should go on the road. No. Especially uh, like I the, don't have a car. Like to West Texas. To West Texas. Panhandle. To the panhandle. Sandy Loam. With some with some shovels. <laughs> go looking for some varmints. Yeah. Out there in the thicket. <laughs> some big some wig uh some big bones. Some big bones and uh we can get rich. Get a pinky. Exactly. And smuggle it in with a movie star. Wait, that's a Yeti. <laughs> I love that story. We which, should do. Did we ever talk about? I don't remember. Which one? Where they try to smuggle in uh, the Yeti bone from the temple. Oh, that was, uh, was who was that? Was that Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. His I think, wife. I think we mentioned it. Snuggle, s- smuggled it in her underwear. Yeah. Back I th- into the. America. Yeah, I love that story. I think we did talk about that when we did the story on the the four horsemen. Yeah, I think I think we did talk about it, but I, I gotta go back and listen to it now. I I don't. Recall. I don't remember. Yeah, we're like so far into it now. Or I don't know. You think I know what I said? I don't listen to me. Yeah, we're like <laughs> we're like forty episodes in. 
Yeah. So we need to have hire an intern to make us a Bible of what we've talked about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am excited about, I think, uh, next week we're going to talk about, um, I got a story that we're going to talk about and I'm pretty excited about it. And it's a story about, Ooh, is it the one that I know about? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it too. We got, I actually got, I actually got my first story. Um, and we're going to talk about it. It's going to be in Arkansas and it's going to be of in all places. I know. What did I tell you mother for every single one of you guys that <laughs> didn't want to listen to me? Yeah. Well, guess what? Yes. Can you can you name the the mountains again? I'm I'm gonna butcher it. The Washita. The Washita mountains. O U C H I T A. The Owichitas. Yeah. Which I think is actually the proper native original way of saying it. Yeah. There was a lot of a lot of French people about. So then, and then also we got um, for next month is our anniversary. Yeah. So Ding. October 5th is our anniversary of starting the podcast. We got some stuff planned. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, I don't know, our guests, the guests that we've done or shows. And uh, you just have to tune in and see. Yeah. So we're going to. Because pre- we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So we're going to come up on our year and, um, you know, things have changed in the group. Yeah. You know. You know for the better you know it happens i was just talking earlier in my you know let me drop a name right here my alex johnson chat group and on her she's got discord which one day when we're famous maybe we'll have a discord but we were talking about bands and stuff and i was like you know it sometimes things just don't work out for whatever reason yeah you know just because someone can be your best friend in life does not mean you work well together yeah but you know Sometimes out of whatever fell apart comes good things. I mean, that's kind of circling back to what we were just talking about. You know, not everything that you try the first time is going to work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially like with Bigfoot Magazine and I tried that, didn't work out. And here I'm back with Matt and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. You never know what, what, you know. Sometimes things circle back around when it's supposed to, and sometimes it just. I just you know. I just said Matt's name, and he just messaged me right Ooh, now. <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, synchronicity. synchronicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to watch that again. I got somebody <laughs> I want to get into that, and I can't wait to do it because it's going to happen, and I'm going to be so excited about it. <laughs> Like, listen, you don't understand. Here's all this other stuff that has that directly applies to my life that goes with this show too. And then he got a letter that went through my hometown. Yeah, that was kind of weird, man. That was fucking weird. <laughs> that wasn't just kind of weird. That yeah. was like, hey, look at this. This is about you. I wish I would have recorded your face whenever I told you that. <laughs> you were like, like, what the. F- Fuck. I wish that my face was recorded a lot of time. Like, let me drop that name again. <laughs> like when Alex played my song for me yeah. <laughs> last week. I was like, oh my God. Does she does she do live? She does a Patreon live once a month. Yeah. Like that where she'll take uh, requests. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I want to do live, but I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to do it. I think it's not. We don't have a large enough fan honestly yeah i think we need more people i think eventually like maybe we can do a patreon too but i think we need more followers i mean we're getting there we're getting there hopefully soon yeah. but uh for the time being you know most of the people we're going to get feedback from there's like people we already know <laughs> you know but that's i mean that's fine too i'm not knocking you guys either but you know i mean we have more listeners than we do followers i guess i'll put it that way it's 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 getting there I think so. Yeah, um, it is slowly but surely. It's it's getting there. I mean, it's yeah. gotta it's gotta keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, it takes time, and then there'll be that one episode or that one guest that's just gonna pop off, and yep, and it might stay there. It might. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Not to to jinx us, but you know how the internet works. Unless you want to go find those those bodies, and then you know. And then we're going to disappear behind a couple of black bags and you'll never see us again. 
And then oh, they get man. To, <laughs> yeah. Not to put a downer. <laughs> just come out of nowhere. I just went v for Vin- I went full V for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did want to say that uh, I'm actually going to be on the Paranormal United Network uh, next Thursday. I'm going to be on... Uh, Robert. Yeah, Robert week, Robert week, Robert yeah, week. Next, next Thursday, and it, I just, I totally forgot about it, and I'm sorry. Uh, I got so much going on, I forgot about it. <laughs> I'm, ser- all of it. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, it's going to be with uh, Adriana Hart, Desert Hart PC Talk, and it's on the <laughs> Paranormal United Network. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. So I think it's going to be on. Well, me, hold on, let me see here. It's going to be seven Eastern, so it'll be six o'clock. Six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Central, so I gotta get home from work quick. Yeah, for that Shit. one. Shit, <laughs> you better peace out about three. No, see ya. <laughs> so, um, oh well, they'll let you do whatever they. They just throw money and compliments at you. Yeah, they do. They do. They love me. Oh my God. What the heck happened? That was my phone. It fell in my pocket. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be. Oh. I'm gonna be on her show. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that, and uh, I don't know her that well, but she seems really, really nice because I, um, I did have. Some cases in Amarillo, and I think I can't think, and I can't think of the other town over by there. I think it was Amarillo, and then Orange. Wait, no, that's on the other side. Yeah, there is an Orange, Texas. I forgot. <laughs> it's Amarillo. It's right on the border. Uh, I can't think of it, but uh, I had like two cases, and I reached out to her, and she. I think her and some other people drove out to Amarillo to go help the people. So. That's she's cool. she's very helpful and uh she took any cases i gave her that was close to her she just took them and she she seemed like a really good lady so um, right on. um i got nothing but good things to say about her for now so for now dumb mm-hmm. who for says now. that until she she she, she <laughs> been watch out no no i don't no, know her. <laughs> no no she's a good lady yeah so, um, i imagine so but anyway uh I think, I think that's gonna call the show, guys. Yeah. But uh, thanks, guys, for you coming on and uh, talking about this good subject, I, which I've been wanting, I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And Ash, thank you yeah. for bringing it, for bringing it on to the topics. Um, I know topics. Yeah, you do. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And good night. Alrighty. Good night, everybody. Good night. I must bid you adieu, and so goodbye, <laughs> and good night, bye.